Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. What does a gigabyte of Internet service really cost? With Internet Service Providers, or ISPs, in Canada and the United States planning to impose monthly bandwidth caps on us, and with extra fees being planned for people who exceed those caps, for example, $1 per gigabyte, it brings up a great question. How much does it really cost to provide Internet access to somebody? We can get a sense of that by looking at some of the most expensive bandwidth in the world, the bandwidth being provided to Africa. There's an article that appeared a couple weeks ago that describes this and provides some really interesting data. According to the article entitled, Massive Undersea Cable Connects Africa, there are several interesting facts that we can glean. First, 
there is a cable being placed from Europe to Africa at a cost of $650 million. This is an undersea cable that's being laid, and it ought to go into service any day now. This cable provides 5.1 terabits per second of data, or 5,120 gigabits per second of data. That cable provides 15 access points along the coast of Africa, and that cable is incredibly long. It's 14,000 kilometers, or 8,700 miles. It could go from Los Angeles to New York, then back to L.A., and then back to New York. It's an immensely long cable, and that's why it costs $650 million. Now, let's make several assumptions about this cable that they're installing. First, the cable will need to be maintained. So let's round that $650 million price tag up to $1 billion to cover that expense for maintenance. Second, the cable will eventually become obsolete. So let's imagine that this is going to happen on a really aggressive schedule of 10 years. So 10 years from now, let's just assume that that cable is completely obsolete and it's abandoned on the ocean floor. So it will never be used again. Third, the people who put this cable in place wish to make a profit on their investment. So let's assume a 200% return on investment, or 20% per year. So after investing a billion dollars, the operators wish to receive $3 billion. They get $2 billion in profit. Given that cost structure and the fact that the cable can handle in round numbers 5 terabits per second or 500 gigabytes per second, how much does a gigabyte cost in this system? We can say that each year the system is going to cost $300 million. That's $3 billion divided by the 10 years to obsolescence that we've assumed. Second, each year the system can transmit 500 gigabytes per second times 3,600 seconds per hour times 24 hours in a day times 365 days in a year, which means there are 15.7 billion gigabytes to go around and that $300 million divided by 15.7 billion gigabytes works out to 1.9 cents per gigabyte. 1.9 cents. That 1.9 cents per gigabyte is the rate on the most expensive system we can possibly imagine. That's an immensely long and expensive cable they're laying to Africa. Remember that we've already baked in a 200% profit margin, but even if you want to get greedy and mark that up an additional 100%, it's only 3.8 cents per gigabyte on this cable. In other words, bandwidth by the gigabyte is incredibly inexpensive, even on the most expensive system we can imagine. It's pennies per gigabyte. The question we have to ask, however, is this. Does that number, 1.9 cents per gigabyte, represent the true cost of the bandwidth? And the answer to that question is no, because of congestion and the way that the Internet is used throughout the day. Note that people tend not to use bandwidth evenly throughout the normal day. If they did use it evenly, then the cost per gigabyte truly would be 1.9 cents per gigabyte on this system. However, at 4 a.m., this undersea cable is likely to be very underutilized. At other times during the day, demand can be high. The big uproar right now is the problem that Netflix and Hulu are causing. These online streaming services use a lot of bandwidth, relatively speaking, and usage tends to concentrate in the evening hours. So let's look at the very worst-case scenario that Netflix and Hulu could cause. 
worst case, imagine that every customer on that African cable wants to watch Netflix every night at exactly the same time. And let's make it even worse. Let's imagine that a household has multiple people in it, and there are three simultaneous Netflix feeds going to each customer. Now we need approximately 10 megabits per second for each household that's connected to the cable. During a three or four hour window every night, the demand caused by this Netflix loading caps the number of internet accounts that we can give out. The undersea cable can only handle five terabits per second. So we have at most five terabits per second over 10 megabits per second for the Netflix feed, which equals 500,000 possible customers on this cable with this peak loading. So we have to spread the $3 billion cost of the cable and its profit over those 500,000 customers. What does that work out to per month? In the 10 years we've assumed, there are 120 months, so that works out to exactly $50 per customer per month. $50 per month is the worst case scenario. We're assuming that every single customer will be watching three simultaneous high-def Netflix movies at 10 megabits per second simultaneously every night. The pipeline can handle that kind of worst case load with a 200% profit margin for $50 per month. And that would be some of the most expensive bandwidth in the world. What is the cost per gigabyte now? If you assume that each customer is allocated a true 10 megabits per second, and if you assume that the customer is pulling that true 10 megabits per second for six solid hours a day, then each customer is pulling 21 gigabytes per day, or roughly 600 gigabytes per month. $50 over 600 equals 8.3 cents per gigabyte, less than a dime. In other words, internet service can be provided profitably for pennies per gigabyte in the absolute worst case scenario. Let's imagine that we lived in a rational world where ISPs were not trying to gouge customers and we were all trying to utilize resources efficiently. Then we have to admit that Netflix and Hulu really can increase the cost of bandwidth because they create congestion in finite pipelines. There are a number of things we could do working together to relieve that congestion. For example, bandwidth at low usage times would be essentially free, and bandwidth at 8 p.m. might cost a dime per gigabyte because many people are trying to use the pipe simultaneously. If time-of-use pricing like that were put into place, what would happen? Many activities, like internet backups, BitTorrent, file uploads and downloads, and so on, would likely move to low-cost hours, spreading out the load. Places like Netflix and Hulu might offer customers services that pre-download what they want to watch tomorrow. People might voluntarily choose lower bandwidth versions of shows they're watching during peak hours. New applications might spring up to take advantage of essentially free bandwidth in early morning hours, and so on. In other words, the marketplace would take actions to spread out bandwidth usage throughout the day to make better use of the resource, and the cost of bandwidth would actually go down, not up. We can at least dream that that would happen. That's what would happen in an ideal universe. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join House of Work staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The House of Work's iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. 
This episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, we're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 